the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray it's being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Walking Through Your Open Door. Those of us who are born again believers are some blessed people flat out. Oh yes, we are. One of the many reasons we're as blessed as we are is because of who our God is and how much He loves us. He does things for us that nobody else can do. One of the things that our God does for us that nobody else can do is open doors of opportunity like nobody else can do. The Bible teaches us that He opens doors that nobody else can close. Doors that He opens so that we can walk through and receive as well as achieve all that He has planned and prepared for me and you. To walk through though, we have to first believe that it's true. He really did open doors of opportunity for me and you. Otherwise, it'll be just like God never opened a door that He opened for me and you. And all that He opened a door for us to obtain and do will never be obtained or done by me and you. That's why. It's important that we learn to walk through the doors that God opens for me and you. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Walking Through Your Open Door. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Acts chapter 10. Start reading at verse 1. It says, There was a certain man in Caesarea called Cornelius, a centurion of the band, called the Italian band. He was a devout man and one that feared God with all his house, which gave much alms to the poor and prayed to God always. I like that because he begins to start explaining this man to you so that you can be able to recognize what characteristics existed in this man so that you can recognize what characteristics need to exist in you to be able to move forward into the open doors that God has in store for you too. Let's look at the first characteristic. He was a devout man. I love that word devout. Because that word devout means well reverent. He wasn't just reverent, but well reverent, which meant that he also began to start stepping into almost like the outer fringes, the excesses of reverence. Whereas not only did he just revere God, but he well revered God. See, it's time out for us being lukewarm in the things of God. And it's time to step up into a fire that God has in store for you. Because there's a characteristic that you'll recognize uh, around the open doors that God has in store for him is that since God is an all-consuming fire and then he is the one that opens up the door, then you better be fired up to move into the door that he has in store for you. Are you listening to me? Remember in Acts chapter 2, when the Holy Ghost came upon them, he came upon them. He didn't come upon them just as cloven tongues. He came under them with cloven tongues as a fire. 
which meant that they was fired up to do what it is that God told them to do. I don't know what the attitude was what was prior to the Holy Ghost dropping, but after the Holy Ghost dropped, they got fired up. And the Holy Ghost represents the breath of God, the wind of God, and the power as well as the presence of God. And whenever the word of God comes unto you, it's coming riding the winds of the, of the breath of the Lord God. And once you get this word, you ought to be fired up about the things of God. I'm excited that I'm in the midst of a church of a people that's fired up about the things of God. See, a lot of people want a lot more people, but I don't need a lot more people. Just give me a few good men and women as well to do what God's called them to do. And that's fired up to do what God's called them to do. Are you listening to me? Wasn't but 120 that turned this world right side up. Are you listening to me? Started off with 120, but before the day had finished, it was over 3,120 because 3,000 got saved as a result of the work of 120 people who were fired up. Are you listening to me? Don't take God long when God, when people are fired up to do what God told them to do, to start getting about and doing what it is that God called them to do. He was devout. That word devout, I told you, means well-reverent. It also means pious and godly. Pious and godly. P-I-O-U-S. Pious and godly. See, that's important because this was a godly man. You're going to find out, although he was not born again, he was a godly man, which means he conducted himself like God conducted himself. Because that's what godliness is, is God-likeness, that we conduct ourselves like God. I'm also fired up to be in the midst of people that conduct themselves like God. We're not just people that come on Sunday and then live on live like hell on Monday all the way through the rest of the week. But we are people that are fired up to do what God's called us to do. And we live in this thing out, too. Are you listening to me? Check out our, our TV uh, uh, shows that we watch and you'll see godliness. Look out. Listen to the things that we listen to. You'll hear godliness. Look at the things we watch. You'll see godliness. Come on. I don't want the amens to stay up at the same level, even if it's just by faith. Praise God. Look at the way we conduct ourselves in traffic when folk cut us off. You recognize godliness. Are you listening to me? God had a whole hand, not just one finger. Are you feeling me up in here? And so because of that, it's important for us to conduct ourselves godly. Oh, yes, it is. Amen. Devoutness opens the door for devotedness. Devoutness opens the door for devotedness, which means that he was devoted to God which meant that he had already purposed to order his whole life according to what God was about. He had already purposed to be able to line up as much of his life as he needed to line up according to what it is that God's word said. Since devoutness opens the door for devotedness, then devotedness opens the doors for open doors. Devoutness opens the doors for devotedness and devotedness opens the doors for open doors. So if you open, if you be devout, then a door will be open to you for a door to be open to you. Or another way of looking at it, your devoutness is you opening the door to step through the open door that God has in store for you. Because if you are devout to do what it is that God's called you to do, you'll become devoted to do what God wants you to do. And once you become devoted to do what God wants you to do, God looks through heaven with his eyes running to and fro, looking for somebody through whom he can show himself mighty. And he finds devoted, devout, devout people who are devoted to do what he tells them to do. And when God finds the people that are willing and obedient to do what God tells them to do, he'll give them opportunity to do what he wants them to do. So this man was devout, devoted. And because of that, it opened a door for well, an open door for him. Let's see uh, some other characteristics about him. That was good. Everybody say, yep. Now let's see another one. He was also one that feared God with all his house. He feared God. Now that word feared right there is the word phobeo. Uh, and the actual word means to frighten. So homie was frightened of God. I see some of y'all ain't. That's why, well, not y'all, but people that's going to get the tape that's not here who 
aren't devoted also. Praise God. But, but there, there are some folk. Let's go there. There's some folk that don't fear God. They'll do anything and it really don't matter. Because they figure like this is my world. I'll do what I want to do. But that's a bad attitude that came straight from Satan. Satan thought he could do what he wanted to do too. Stood up there with five I do's about this is what I can do and I can do this and I can do that and I can be as high as the most high. And all of a sudden he fell like lightning from the sky. If the earth wasn't in the way, praise God. He probably would still be falling. Are you feeling me up in here? Blessed be the name of the Lord. Why? Because see, God ain't going to have nobody in his presence that think they can do what they want to do. He only has people in his presence that are committed to do what he wants them to do. Are you feeling me up in here? Hey, man, that's good teaching right there. Because I'm telling you how to choose your friends. Are you feeling me? If they devout, if they devout and they're also people that are committed to do what God wants them to do, you got yourself possibly a friend. If they're not committed to do the things of God, you don't have a friend. You have an associate at best. You have a person who you can deal with from time to time at best and keep it a limited time. That's only directed to what it is that needs to be handled in that particular situation because everybody in the world ain't saved. So that don't mean you can kick everybody to the curb. You got to keep some folk around for various reasons and things like that. Praise God. But the other side of the coin is your friends. If they ain't lined up with God, get the heck away from them. Are you listening to H-E-C-K? I said it. Get the heck away from them just as quick as possible. Why is that? Because bad uh, uh, habits will corrupt corrupt people. Are you listening to me? Devoted people become less devoted by people who are trying themselves about with people who are not devoted. Can we talk for a second? It's the 8 o'clock. I can holler at you and stuff. Y'all are a little bit quicker on your way toward the ministerial calling that God has in store for you. Amen. So I can talk to you a little bit. Be good and prayed up and be good and strong before you start trying to help other people with their problems. Be good and prayed up and be good and strong before you start trying to help other people with their problems. Somebody asked me why. Because the devil that you're going up against is more subtle than you think. If you're not locked into the things of God, solidly devoted about what it is that God has in store for you and what he wants you to do, you with your well-meaning self will go try to help other people, but that devil that you're dealing with will turn around and attach himself to you. If you're not strong in the things of God, I'm teaching real good right now. I'm throwing it high right now, but y'all, I, I, I figure y'all can handle it. The Lord bring it up. You can handle it. He'll attach himself to you. I'm teaching real good. You want, can we talk? Most, most people who are married that try to help other people in their marital situations end up not long after that having marital problems because of the spirit that attached himself to them. Most Obedient people who start dealing with disobedient people become disobedient not long after they go to help them because they don't know how to pray their way through uh, the spirit that will try to attach itself to you after you deal with somebody. I'm teaching real good right now. Amen. Amen. That's why many ministers begin strong in the things of Lord, but they deal with so many people that are lukewarm that they become lukewarm too. I'm teaching real good right now. You got to become so plugged into the Lord and you got to stay prayed up. Everybody say prayed up because Jesus would pray in the morning. Jesus would pray in noon. Jesus would pray in the evening. Jesus would pray after he ministered. Jesus would pray before he ministered. He was a praying somebody. But one of the reasons why he would pray is to keep them devils off his body. Come on up in here. Amen. Amen. More folk, more hunters get captured by their game. I'm going to go into the message in just a second, but I got to get this out. Amen. More hunters get captured by their game. They're out there trying to hunt. 
trying to take down the devil. They hunting. I see him and I'm going to take him. But then the only problem is, is that they don't understand that the game are usually hunters too. And they setting a trap for you. They'll have that person call you and tell them what, what should, what should I do about my situation? And then they'll fit. And then you'll sit there under the guise of wanting to help them and listen to while they pump into your ears, everything that you previously purposed not to listen to. Am I teaching right now? They'll pump into your ears, the things that you previously chose not to listen to because you purposely, you previously chose to listen to the things of God. But now they pumping lies and confusion and nonsense into your life. Satan said, if I can get it in from any angle, I'm going to get it in. Even if it means while you're helping somebody. I'm teaching real good right now. And you'll find out more powerful people get take off the track of the things that God had in store for them. Because they initially, if you trace it back, it's because they started trying to help people. They started trying to help people and then they got lost. Why is that? Because the same spirit that was on that person ended up being on, on them also. Don't let that happen to you as you're moving forward in the things that God has in store for you. Stay strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. And if you can't handle that level of devil, stay out to fight. Are you filling me up in here? Just handle your business. I'm teaching real good. Just handle you. Everybody says, all right, to handle my business. I ain't got to be. Say that. Yeah, say it just like I said it. Don't try to clean it up English-wise. Say, I ain't got to be, because I'm anointed right now, and you'll be anointed if you say it. I ain't got to be nobody Holy Ghost. Amen. I ain't got the stuff. Amen. I'm teaching real good right now, because everybody want to say the world while your house falling apart. Calm your little self down and understand that the same spirit that attaches it that 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 is attached to them will attach itself to you if you're not good and prayed up. See to a person that's strong in the Lord and his power in his mouth in his might, it'd be like bring it. But for the person that ain't, they'd be like, "Oh my goodness." So, you know, nobody had to say nothing. Which whichever one you responded in your mind, that tell you where you are. We move on. Praise God. Let's go back into this message cuz y'all was all pumped up a minute ago. I'm losing folk. Everybody say I'm fired up. Amen. That's a faith statement. I know. But let's back to the Bible. There was a certain man in Caesarea called Cornelius, a centurion of the band called the Italian band, a devout man. We already heard that one that feared God, which means he had an actual fear of God. I mean, a phobia. Praise. That's the same word we get our word phobia from. He had a fear. He was frightened, alarmed. I mean, think about it. The, the Bible tells you ahead of time why it was he was why he was that way. Why? Because he was a centurion. Which means that he was a man of the authority. So you got to understand that people of power know power. And people who exert influence can recognize an influence that's greater than theirs. And although he was not of God in relationship to a child of God, he still recognized how great God was. And because of that, he began to order his life accordingly as a result of it and became devoted to a God that he was not yet a true member of yet. Isn't that deep? Amen. That's one of the reasons why you'll find a lot of people in the streets that are more devoted to God than you, than I was about to say, than you are, than a lot of other Christians are. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. Amen. I mean, they, they, they love them some God to the extent that they know. They don't show up to church. You know, they don't serve God. They don't do what they spoke, all the things they're supposed to do, but at the same time, they still devoted. Probably pray more than half of us in here. Amen. Anyway, we move on. So anyway, it said he feared God. So, 
By analogy, this word fear means to be in awe of or reverent. In awe of and reverence. Can I tell you this? A healthy fear of God will keep you reverent of him too. Because that word reverent means respect. See, that's one of the reasons why the Bible teaches spoil the rod, I mean, spare the rod, spoil the child. Your child does not respect the belt. Like, you know, oh, that belt is just something else and I like just respect it. Your child will fear the belt because of the thing called pain. And so, maybe I shouldn't talk about this and stuff like that. <laughs> called pain. And sometimes, you know, there's a place for respecting God like, God, you're just the man. And there's another time to think of God like, oh, you the man. Most people respect policemen because they fear policemen. Most people don't respect a policeman because of the policeman. They respect him, respect him because of the Smith and Weston, the Glock on his side. Are you feeling me up in here? And they don't want to run into that bullet that he's going to hurl at them at a rapid speed by way of this projectory device called a gun. So because of that, we learn to respect. Yes, officer. You ever notice that folk that get smart with everybody else will say, yes, officer? Can we talk? I mean, I, I, this is important in what we're talking about. You ever notice that folk, you know, they, they can't talk to their spouse without going off. But they can talk to their boss without going off. But they say, well, baby, you got to understand, that's just the way I am. You lying. Because you know how to shut up when you get around somebody that's going to crack you real good. Which proves you can do it. So that means you've just made a decision to be nasty. Because you don't respect. And sometimes if you don't respect because of what needs to be done correctly, sometimes you need to respect because you're about to swallow blood. That's just as real biblically. <laughs> Amen. Maybe I won't do this at the 11 o'clock. Amen. <laughs> I'll leave that part out at 11 o'clock. Let me make a note to myself. Because it ain't being received well at 8 o'clock. And they supposed to be the mature people. Amen. <laughs> Man, praise God. Anyway, by analogy, it means to be in awe of and reverent of. Here we go. We get spiritual again. Here we go. We're about to get spiritual. When a person is in awe with, with someone or something, they or it will occupy a prominent place in their mind. Whenever you awe something and respect something, it'll occupy a prominent space in your mind. Whenever you awe something or respect something or revere something, then it's going to be something that will impact you, impact you. And usually it's going to impact you to the point of ordering, adjusting and adapting your life to reflect that reverence. Ordering, respecting and adapting your life to respect, to, to demonstrate that reverence. It's like the military. That's one of the reasons why you can put disobedient, ridiculously ignorant people into the midst of the I'm teaching into the midst of the military and you run into this thing that don't budge. And so because of that, they like, you, hey, something's going to change and it ain't going to be us. It's going to be you. And you'll have the most disrespectful people walk around saying, yes, ma'am, yes, sir, after a short period of time. Why is that? Because your biceps will get bigger and your respect will get bigger. I'm telling you, your biceps get bigger and your respect. Why your biceps? Because they're going to have you doing push-ups Legs, you're going to be running, big old legs and stuff like that. You're going to be in better shape. 
Why is that? Because they're trying to get you into shape inside first so that you can then be worthwhile to them outside. And God is looking for people who are got the right attitude on the inside, who aren't disrespectful. Then don't be like, and God, when God try to share with you something, and God, when God try to open a door for you, come on up in here. Being or giving God the silent treatment when he's trying to holler at you and explain something to you. I'm trying to get the characteristics of this person. Psst me if you want to. Praise God. But I'm trying to help somebody up here. Anybody feel like being helped today? Hey Amen. Rest of y'all, I'm just glad you're in church. Praise God. You might get it by osmosis. Praise God. So, so by analogy, this thing means awe and reverence for. So this guy had an awe and reverence for, for, for God. And not just him, but look, his house too. He says, a devout man and one that feared God with all his house. With means he brought his whole house with him. Are you listening? He didn't leave it up to the house to make the decision. He brought his whole house with him. With all his house. Everybody say all his house. That's important because this word house is the word oikos. Oikos. Which here is an uncertain affinity. Meaning that it could be a dwelling. A dwelling. See, that's important. Because our dwelling is the place where we live. And it should reflect what we revere. Our dwelling is our place where we where we live and it should reflect what we revere. Whatever you respect is what you what what should be there. It's one of the reasons why Satan will use various things to give you the ability to worship him, whether you even know what you're doing or not. Because you demonstrate your worship by giving the worth of something. And so we can look around your house and see what you worship. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed by what the Word of God has to say. I hope that you've seen that one of the many things that our God does for us is open doors for us that nobody else can shut. Doors that He opens so that we can receive what He has prepared for me and you. I hope that you're not only seeing that it's true that God does open doors of opportunity for me and you, but I also hope that you're learning the importance of walking through the doors that God opens for me and you. Otherwise, it'll be just like God never opened a door that he definitely opened for me and you. All that which he opened a door for us to obtain will never be obtained by me and you. What a shame if that happens to me and you. I'm not going to let that happen to me. I hope you don't either. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word Faith Christmas Center. 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But if you're in or visiting San Antonio and surrounding areas, come on by and visit us at Word of Faith. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation and you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. Don't forget, we also invite all the sisters in San Antonio and surrounding areas to a wonderful event held here at Word of Faith San Antonio tomorrow morning just for you. We invite all the sisters in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to the Blessed Women of God Breakfast Fellowship tomorrow morning. 
It's an all-you-can-eat breakfast at the Brothers from Word of Faith. Prepare for the Sisters of Word of Faith. That's the best breakfast in town. It's one of my sisters that you don't want to turn down. Then after we feed you naturally, we're going to feed you spiritually too. With a powerful word from God, straight from heaven, just for the sisters. That's including you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 9.30 a.m. sharp and it ends at 12 noon. Don't be late. That's if you want a plate. Childcare is provided at no charge. Later on, VIP transportation service is available for this too. Don't miss this awesome opportunity to allow the brothers from Word of Faith to treat you like the queens you are by preparing for you and serving you a breakfast fit for the royalty you are. So come on through and bring a couple sisters with you when you do. You'll be so glad you did, and they will too. So come on through and let the brothers of Word of Faith be a blessing to you at the Blessed Women of God Breakfast Fellowship this Saturday morning at Word of Faith SA. And don't forget, saints, make sure that you're in church on Sunday. If you're not at work, every child of God needs to be in their father's house on Sunday. There's no substitute for being in the house of God, fellowshipping with other believers and worshipers of God. I believe every born-again believer should say what the psalmist said when he said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. So, if you can be in church on Sunday, then be in church on Sunday. You'll be blessed when you do, I guarantee you. And to all of you who've been a blessing to us, by sending words of encouragement by letter or email to us, sharing with us that you're being blessed by the messages and that you're praying for us, I want to say to all of you, thank you. And to all of you who've been so kind to send financial offerings in support of our ministry, we want to say to all of you from the bottom of our heart, thank you. The Bible says God is not mocked. Whatsoever man soweth, that shall he so reap. Well, since all of you have been such a tremendous blessing to us, writing words of encouragement to us, praying for us, or even sending financial support to us, we know that God's not going to be mocked concerning you. He's going to do what he said in his word that he would do. That is, make sure that you reap what you've sown. So we thank God in advance for all the blessings that are coming your way because of your being a blessing that you've been to all of us. May God richly bless all of you for blessing us as we endeavor to do what God has called us to do. That is to be a blessing to a blessed people like you. So once again, thank you for being a blessing. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast next week for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you next week. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 